In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Monday of the fourth week of Lent. Today being the 28th day of March 2022, we beg of God that He may send us His Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Fear Not, It Will End in Glory. Fear not, it can only end in glory. Dear child of God, the first reading today is taken from the prophet Isaiah chapter 65 from verse 17 to verse 21. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John chapter 4 from verse 43 to verse 54. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what your family is going through. I don't know what you think of the world of today. I don't know what the situation is in your community, in your state, in your country, in your world of today. I don't know what you, your fears are about the ongoing war between Ukraine and Russia. I don't know what are the concerns, the worries and anxieties that are rising in your heart. I don't know how often or how long you have been you know, in depression. I don't know what is leading you to despair in life. But dear child of God, I want to tell you today, following the word of God as given to us by the church in the readings of today, and through the power of God's most holy spirit, under the unction of sacred orders, I want to say to you today, prophetically, that all that you are going through and all that you have been through, can only end in glory and in testimony for you. And I decree that God shall honor his word, and so it shall come to pass in no distant time, that you may testify that indeed all your ordeals, all your afflictions, all your troubles, even your shortfalls and your iniquities of the past will come out all in glory and testimony for you and all yours. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The very first reading today, this chapter 65 of the book of Isaiah was written after the return of the people of Israel from exile in Babylon. This was written at about 538 BC. Now, they return to meet a temple that is completely destroyed, a city, the Jerusalem city, that was completely destroyed. The temple in Jerusalem was already brought down by Nebuchadnezzar, and every sacred ornament and vessel and linen were all taken away to Babylon. And after 70 years, remember, the, letter, the, the prophecy of Jeremiah chapter 29, reading from verse 1 to verse 11, God said to the people of Israel that this exile, their, their, their exilic period, will last for 70 years, and after that, he himself will bring them back. That he did. Now, upon returning to Jerusalem, you can imagine a nation that was, you know, um, devoid of its youths, of its strong people, uh, for 70 years. 
There was literally nothing. If you read in Haggai chapter 2, after the temple was rebuilt, God said to the people of Israel, who among you saw the temple of old, the former temple? That anyone who knew the temple of the former temple, seeing this one will say it as nothing. But God says that the temple, the glory of this new temple will surpass the old. And so this is the situation the people of Israel found themselves upon returning to baby i mean to jerusalem to israel again in this uh, very despairing situation at this very dispiriting moment of their life as a people and as a nation god speaks to them through isaiah and what was god saying to them god has this to tell them um, behold i create new heavens and a new earth and the former things shall not be remembered or come to mind but be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No, no more shall be heard in it the sound of weeping or the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant that lives but a few days or an old man who does not fill out his days for the child shall die a hundred years old and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed they shall build houses and inhabit them they shall plant vine vineyards and eat their fruits this is the promise of God to the people of Israel upon return from the Babylonian captivity at a time that they had nothing to live on or live by. And so he is telling them, dear children of God, and the same is telling you and I today, that the former days, the times of afflictions and troubles, the times of weeping, the times of deportation, the times of killing and destruction of their economic um, um, structures and system will be remembered no more. For he is creating a new people and a new nation. And again he said that he will not delight in Israel and in his people. God will rejoice over his people. Why did God allow Babylon uh, um, to conquer Israel and destroy the temple in Jerusalem and the entire Jerusalem, taking the people of Israel into captivity? Because he was no longer finding joy in them as a result of their sins. But here he is today saying he will recreate them, make them a new people, and the land of Israel a new people and a new nation rejoicing in them. Dear child of God. God rejoices in you today. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dispirited. Yes, even as unworthy as you think it may be, even with all that is happening around you, even with all that is happening in the nation today, do not despair. Do not give up. Believe in God. For indeed, He will visit our land again and everything shall be new. He will visit that family again. He will visit that your marriage again. He will visit that your business again. And everything will become new. He says, unlike the former times during the Babylonian captivity, that people were not able to live in their homes that were taken into Babylonian exile, and then they couldn't reap what they had planted. He is saying now that they shall build and inhabit, they shall plant, and they shall enjoy the fruits of their labor. So shall it be for you also. Now, in the gospel reading today, dear friends, Jesus takes up the same topic that it will only end in your glory, no matter what it is. When this very man, this officer, whose son was critically ill, ran to Jesus for healing for his son. And then Jesus said to him, Go, 
your son, he will live. The man believed and left. The man trusted the word of Jesus Christ and left. Do we trust the word of God today? Do you believe in God's mercy that God can forgive all your iniquities? Do you believe that he can bring a turnaround in your family? That he can bring a turnaround in that situation that you have considered dead? Do you believe that what is happening in the various regions of Nigeria can still come out in testimony? Do you believe that the ongoing crisis, globally speaking, even the nationwide crisis, can all turn out to be to the advantage and the favor of the children of God? Do you believe that Christianity will survive even in Nigeria? Do you believe that your family will not be annihilated by the forces of darkness and the powers of the enemies? Do you believe, dear child of God, that that your marriage can work? Do you believe in the word of God for that your relationship? Do you believe in the blessings of God upon that your business? Even while you are having setbacks at the moment, just trust and believe. And when you believe, how do you demonstrate you believe? You begin to live out the word of God and the will of God for your life. Jesus said to the man, this officer, go, your son will live. And immediately he left. He didn't go searching for alternative help to Jesus. Saying Jesus didn't do anything concretely other than saying that word. Go, your son will live. He could have gone taking things into his hands. He could have gone buying things for the son's burial. Because he said the son was at the point of death. Since Jesus did not act concretely other than the spoken words. He could have done any other thing. But because he believed, he did exactly what Jesus said. Do we believe enough to do exactly what God demands of us? No matter how uncertain it appears to be. The God we serve is faithful. The word of God says we may be unfaithful, but he is ever faithful. Dear child of God, learn to trust in the word of God. Learn to believe in God. Don't accept defeat. Don't accept that sin as your own personal sin. Don't accept that condition as, you know, a condition can, that cannot be changed. Don't believe that the end has come for that which brings you joy and happiness. Trust in God for a positive change. Cry to him and believe in him. And in believing in him, live out his word. And you shall see him come to honor his word. For he never say a thing without bringing it to pass. I pray for you today as I pray for our word at this moment of despair, at this moment of fears, at this moment of uncertainties, at this moment of trials and challenges. I pray for your family. I pray for all that are dear to you. I pray for your entire household that God himself will cause every affliction, every challenge, every situation that is not healthy for you. All the past experiences you have had, that all of them may work out for your good and that it will all end in glory, in testimony testimony in celebration and in joy for you and all yours through christ our lord amen the lord be with you may almighty god bless you the father and the son and the holy spirit amen be assured of my prayers and my blessings always